gentlemen, how you doing? Welcome back. This is another episode of The Brother Hut. Two ordinary Capuchin brothers. Extraordinary conversations. That brother's name is Brother Brandon Berg. What's up, bro? Hello, everybody. Hello, brother. That brother's name is Vincent Mary Carrasco. And wherever we go, that's where the Brotherhood Studios go. That's right. So we're a mobile Brotherhood Studios sometimes. So we're on the go, you know, all the time, providing some good stuff, hopefully. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But thank you guys for joining us today, another episode. I know we've been MIA, uh, but just a lot of things going on, bro, right? Just, uh, Just a lot going on. Like everything. Everything's happening. Like just, yeah, just a lot of, a lot of great things happening. Um, so Brandon Berg is right here. We are mm-hmm. side by side mm-hmm. right now. So where are we, brother Benny? We're in Denver, Colorado. We're in Denver, Colorado. So what's up? Uh, yeah, what's up, Denver? It's just super nice to be back in the great state of Colorado. You know, mm-hmm. um, well, there's only one great state, it's Texas, but that's right. Colorado is also a great well, state. Texas kind of like a country. That that's true. Yeah. State, yeah. That's true. I was looking today, and it was saying how like their their power, like their their power, the electron, the uh, their their where where the electricity comes from. Yeah, it's like completely separate from the government grid. Oh. Like they have like their right. own grid. Yeah, and um, I just saw that today. But you're right, bro. It's like it's which is good as long as it's working. But then we all yeah. had that big snowstorm, and it went down. It like went there down. was no way to help you because. So, it was all you. That's right. <laughs> so like we're on our own right now. But I was looking at the news. Yeah. It was saying how like they're the the um whoever's controlling that massive, humongous grid mm-hmm. is like sending out warnings to the town to the some people like you know we're wasting a lot of energy. So like dim mm-hmm. it down a little bit. And people wow. are like, well, why don't you just join the government grid like everyone else instead? Of, <laughs> so, but Texas oh, will man. be Texas. Yeah, they will, they'll figure it out. Yeah, it's a we'll great state, great we're place, great state. good people. But mm-hmm. yeah, on that nice note, big. like yeah, it's just it's great to be back mm-hmm. in Colorado, and I got you by my side, bro. Yeah, so the brothers are in the brother hut. We're in the brother hut. We're no longer virtual through Zoom in different states and different time zones. That's right. We're in the same building, same, same friary, same yeah. table. Not the same microphone thing. No, God. different mics. Different mics, but yeah. same headset though. Yeah, it's working out good though. Um, it's a little awkward, I think, at first, but. Like when, like when we f- did episode, like, I think it was like three or four, you know, way back and we didn't have enough equipment. So we had to like, your ear was like in my ear. Headphone, yeah, yeah. You know, right. <laughs> we're so, back at it. Splitting headphones. Splitting headphones. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to make a donation to the brother hut, go ahead and just email us at the brother hut at gmail.com. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah. I we're accepting donations. That's, that's right. right. We don't do the whole like Patreon thing. Nah, we don't do that. But we'd love we some get, support. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. We, we, can we got your Facebook stuff. page is up and running. Yeah, we got our Facebook page up mm-hmm. and going. And then uh, I'm, I think the plan is to get some merch out. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, you made some other stickers with the new logo, but right, got some stickers I don't think out. they've been released yet. No, they haven't been like yeah. officially released. Right. They're just waking their, making their way around the friars. Like, wouldn't that be cool though? Like, just have morning coffee with like the Brotherhood. Like our faces Ooh. on the Brother Hut coffee cup. Mm, I hadn't cool. even thought about that. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be fun. Or like mm-hmm. a keychain or something like that. Mm. I don't know. Screensavers on your cell phone. Yeah, screensavers or something. That Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Brother Hut ice cream. Brother Hut. Oh, yeah. There you go. Brother, <laughs> Brother Hut ice cream, yeah. Or cookie dough and <laughs> I don't know. Just all kind. Of, the point is like it's just a bunch of stuff <laughs> that we're doing and... Yeah, but it's been slow because what, like, so you finished school, 
right. uh, another semester of school in Texas, Praise and then God. you were on a visit, traveling, camping, hiking, communing right. with nature and God and the brothers. Amen. I was doing a bunch of stuff up here in Denver, uh-huh. hospital trips and visiting people in the hospital. I should be more clear. I, I myself have not had to stay in the hospital, but visiting patients in the hospital. Yeah, just staying busy at the parish. We had a really cool retreat day uh, with some help from people in the Archdiocese of Denver. Nice. Uh, Andrew McGowan, Abraham Leon, Alejandro Bravo. Cool. Really good day. Joseph Mary Elder preached a fire homily. Got everybody fired up. Like Capuchins usually do oh, that. I bro. don't know what it is. He's, like. a, he's a special gift for yeah, loud preaching. Yes. So hopefully we can get good Joseph stuff. Mary on the show. We One do of these a days. Episode on Lord of the Rings. I know we got Lord Ooh. of the Rings fans out there mm-hmm. listening. So um, that That'd would be, be cool. cool. Just dive into the theology of uh, the Lord of the Rings. So we got mm-hmm. that to look forward to with our boy mm-hmm. Joseph Mary. Great. But now you're here in Denver, and you're starting your summer program, right? Yeah, well, kind of. <laughs> trying to, huh? <laughs> I'm trying to. Yeah. Yeah, so this summer I'm here in Denver doing my uh, hospital ministry, CPE, um, our uh, clinical pastoral education. And so, bro, just a little bit of a mix-up, like, with, you know, getting started and all that. So uh, mm-hmm. they made me shave my beard, mm. you know? Um, Luckily, it's a podcast, and no one can see your face. That's good, yeah. Because it's pretty... Yeah. Uh, like yeah, it's there. Yeah, that so <laughs> they were asking me like, you know, how long have you had your beard? And like I had trimmed it before, you sure. know, like keep it, you know, keep it nice for mom when Most I Most people home. do except for me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh so I think I had I think it's been probably since postulancy mm. candidacy since I had it this low, which mm-hmm. was like 6 7 years ago, you know what I mean? Whoa. Like holy smokes. So there's a little bit of like insecurity i think there, mm-hmm. like uh, like hmm, like you know i don't know how it looked mm-hmm. but i don't know who am i without but my beard yeah that's right and i was going to i was talking about that actually like right. that's who we are bro like in, in some sense like our identity is like uh, you know it sounds yeah. weird but like our caption identity is kind of in in the beard you know what mm-hmm. I mean? traditionally um, yeah it was uh yeah. standard wear of every brother yeah in the order so like i always say there's five pieces to the habit which are which are the habit itself, the Kay. tunic, yeah, with like that contains like the hood and stuff, yeah, the rosary, ah, uh, there's two, uh, the cincture, it's three, the sandals, sandals four, and the beard, five, one, like that's kind of my you know take on capuchin sure. pieces of the habit, like that's what ma- that's what should make a, a capuchin, you know, yeah, I mean, at those least are all exterior, externally, right, externally, yeah. right, but uh, internally, you know, different things, yeah. But anyway, so wow, that's pretty profound. I like. Yeah, I got shoes on right now, so I'm failing at that one. How dare you! I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I get for riding a bike around today. Yeah. So, but so yeah, so you're trying to get in the hospital, and there's all this hospital, trouble with all your this trouble. So I, I'm not able to get my. It's just taking a long time because I've had to take three different TB tests to get, to see patients, and that's not going through. I had a, one test today. So hopefully, I mean, God willing, I can get into the hospital like mm-hmm. by the end of the week, start seeing some peeps, you know. Right, do your chaplaincy training. That'd be great. But, I mean, I'm just kind of chilling. I'm just yep. waiting upon, uh, you know, things to happen and hopefully get rolling, man, because, like, I don't like not doing, not rolling. Like, right. You know. <laughs> right. Yeah, because this is, uh, I mean, it's a temporary position as a hospital chaplain, but it's also yeah. an important part of the training that 
basically all the brothers go through. So you definitely need to do it at some point in time. Yeah. It's just really good experience and so much life thrown at you. And mm-hmm. it's just a lot of hoops to jump through to get there. So, yeah. How was um, your CPE experience? CPE was where'd epic. Where did yeah. you do yours at? Uh, here in Denver, but uh, I was out at University Hospital in Aurora. That was not okay. So, yeah, it was cool. I had uh, three other people in the class. Uh, one was a priest. Uh, one was a woman. One was a le- uh, Church of Christ and God or something like that. Yeah. No, that wasn't the one. I can't remember the name. But it was good. We were a small group, but... Um, I had the two floors I were assigned were the neuro floor and the neuro ICU. Wow. So I had like uh, brain strokes, uh, brain surgery, brain tumors, epilepsy patients. Dang. Uh, car crashes with head wounds and stuff oh like that. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> One, uh, I mean, lots of really powerful uh, encounters with people. It's such a tender time, you know, when people are facing death or yeah. a serious illness and one time this guy wanted an anointing so i called a priest and the priest came and i came back to visit him he said i feel like god remembered me oh i was like whoa dang and he was and one time i was on an overnight call and i got called at like two in the morning to this guy and he code blue while i was in there so if you haven't seen this yet code blue blue, i think it's like he's about to die oh oh, yeah oh so it goes from like zero to 60 in like a split second. Ooh. Like 10 people showed up in like five seconds and like another five people showed up in another five seconds. You were in the room watching all yeah. this go so, down. So I'm getting like pushed back into oh. the corner and this nurse yells, everybody who's not doing something, get out of here right you now. Please leave right now. And you're like, and I'm like, oh me. man, I look around and the guy leans over to me and he goes, she's not talking about you. And I was like sweet like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. i am doing something here yeah, yeah. Thanks, uh, so that was really cool and then i had another <laughs> after you visit the patients they want you to make notes about what you saw and they teach you how to do it and everything like they call it charting and stuff mm-hmm. charting yeah like a way a doctor would but from a spiritual personal side as opposed to a medical side yeah Okay. And this one, um, she wasn't a full-on doctor, but basically she makes rounds and charts and visits patients. Yeah. She said, well, thank you. Uh, thank you for doing the charting. She saw me charting. She's like, thank you for doing the charting. I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, you, the patients tell you guys things that they don't tell us. Wow, yeah. And I was like, whoa. I was like, you read these things? <laughs> you read these things? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just for the you know just for, just for having experience or something like that like yeah busy like, work or something i was yeah. like nobody ever reads this but yeah, yeah she did and <laughs> she was grateful for it that's cool so those were some cool experiences and yeah just being in that learning environment and facing a lot of fears and um yeah. oh and the one thing i wanted to say was uh i got to watch brain surgery oh bro. i got to like scrub in and like be in the room and like look at them like drilling through a person's skull Holy Epic. cow. Yeah. Totally. Like, they just have a regular drill, and they just drill into your skull, and they push your brain apart, and they go in there, and they take out that tumor, and I was oh, like... Oh, dang, bro. Oh, my gosh. That's that's insane. Yeah, bro. it was really wild. So Talk uh, about, like, eye-opening, right? You probably were like, <laughs> oh, dang, yeah. like, you get face-to-face with your own mortality. Yeah, bro. no doubt. Like, Holy snap, this could no be doubt. me. Yeah, seeing, seeing them, like, drill into a skull, and then they, like... Like, they have this phrase, like, peel your wig back. I've never like heard that they, phrase. Well, it's kind of like, like, blow your mind. Oh, okay. Like, well, oh, I've you heard. blew my wig off or whatever, oh, something like that. But, okay, like, okay. they, like, literally, like, peeled this lady's, like, her hair scalp from her 
uh, from her bone of her skull so that they can drill just like, Dang. and then they put these fish hooks in it to like, hold Whoa, it back. Bro, stop. Like, oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is a rated R. This is actually brought to you. <laughs> Not like, for children. Oh no, I'm just kidding. Dang. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty wild. Yeah. I just met this nice lady who, uh, is like a assistant. She, so like oh, when man. surgery happens, she doesn't do the surgery, but she coordinates everything that happens in the room. Make sure everyone's doing it. Because they, do, they have to, like, count the number of these little rags that they put in your body. And they have to, yeah, the anesthesia's timed and the doctors come and go. She's like this, like a surgery room coordinator. Yeah. And we were just talking in, like, an elevator or something. And I'm she's sorry, like, never, yeah. I was like, what do you do? <laughs> she's what like, blah, blah, do? blah. I was like, oh, it'd be cool to see surgery. Just like a random statement, you know. And she's, she's like, like, let's make it happen. And oh. I was like. Excuse me? <laughs> uh, you can do that? Yeah. Excuse so, me? Because once you get that badge <laughs> as an official chaplain of the hospital, that's like doors open yeah. up of stuff you never dreamed of. Yeah, so. bro. And I, like, I, I was – actually, it's funny you say that because like the first couple days, like, you know, you're walking around with no badge, you know what I mean? And, sure. Like, you're it's, nobody. It's amazing, right? bro. It's just crazy how, like, your feeling switches. Like, I, I was like, oh, like, you know – Hi, how's Hi. it going? You know, like, Hi. you don't really know where I'm you many. can go, Hi. who, you right. know what I mean? Sure. And you, as soon as you get the badge, it's like... Can I open that door for yeah, you? Yeah, yes, I can. Right. Hey, <laughs> can I help you find something? You know what I mean? Like, you're just, like, it's funny, bro. I was like, it, it was crazy, just the whole change, yeah. Yeah. It's funny how much confidence a little badge can give. Yeah, well, it's powerful. It'll open doors and, yeah, yeah it makes you officially there. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So I'm excited for you when you do get in. I know it's coming. Yeah, third time is gonna be the charm. You're gonna get in there. You're gonna have powerful experiences and well, thanks, be with man. people and yeah, yeah, show them the love of God. And it'll be all worth it. That's great. Yeah, yeah, I hope, man. I hope to. I hope to be of uh, some help or you know just be around. So yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I was. I, I hear it's always a great experience for our guys. Mm-hmm. So I'm pumped for that. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, man. So I mean. I think that's a good maybe switch over to our topic. We don't really mm-hmm. have a topic to be honest. Well, sort of, yeah. But we kind of have one. Yeah. So we were like, "What do we talk about?" Like, what? There's basically there's a lot of stuff going on. So, but then, um, so we were gonna yeah talk something about everybody stuff, needs, but like talk about the help too. Like, you yeah, know, we all need help. You know, hospitals a place where there's a lot of help going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oof. So yeah, we want to talk about the help of God. Mm-hmm. Um what that is for us yeah you know, so helping each other yeah speaking of help just to transition one more time is uh just an update on myself is uh What's i'll soon be leaving denver colorado no but denver's loss is colorado springs gain Dang, i'm moving bro. to colorado springs to help out in the postulancy program so which has been running strong brother frank's been doing a great job yeah, Brother Bill and other guys before him. But, um, yeah, I'm excited to uh, learn about the role of directing postulancy and then, God willing, next summer take over as director, see how that goes, if we make it that far. Wow. But uh, that's Bro. the plan. Yeah. Um, so postulants are the new guys coming in. Yes. Our first stage of initial formation. These guys are, you know, ones who are seeking, you know, actively seeking uh the to live out the values of the life the charism of the life and so they go colorado springs and it's like a what 11 month program 12 mm, month yeah one, one year program. almost basically a whole year 
So Brandon Berg is going to be cracking the whip with that yeah, new boy. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of help, you know, helping these guys discern. For sure. Um, so I know probably your experience, too. I know mine is religious life can look pretty good from the outside. You make a weekend yeah. visit. You're like, oh, this is great. You know, yeah, like, <laughs> oh, it's all, they're all so holy and it's yep. such a great thing. And there's That's no right. fighting and it's never boring. And you just don't sin all day and you pray. Then you get there and you're like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> day is two, the- <laughs> you'll be getting out the boxing gloves, you know. Right. What'd the- you call me, man? <laughs> <laughs> is this still for me? Like, is this yeah. really like God's plan for my life? So. Yeah, and I, I definitely had lots of help uh, discerning uh, during my postulancy and even before postulancy. And, I mean, the novitiate is still discernment, too, the for vows. Um, so, yeah, helping guys um, listen for God's voice and helping guys uh, be inspired by the Capuchin order and, um, you know, helping guys find those prayerful times uh, to do all those things. So, yeah. Yeah, excited. And it's cool because, like, yeah, like there's a lot of ways to sort of that helps cultivate that prayer life, you know, especially in potency. I found like mm-hmm. what helped me a lot was, you know, like we were doing ministry, you know, not full time, um, but like, you know, steadily throughout the week, like once or twice during the week, you know, um, and then we're taking like little classes to learn about Franciscan life, Capuchin life specifically, uh, you know, they're like learning how to do the Psalms, learning how to do mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean? And really the brotherhood being like the help of that whole process. And well that was said. one thing I realized, yeah, like real quick in Potsdam. And, and even my classmates, too, like they helped me out a lot, you know, in ways, you know, sure there was, you know, uh, like we would butt heads. Like we didn't always get along, but like it's, inter- it's, it's crazy how that helps you in your life. You know what I mean? Like that helps you in, in, in your discernment process, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, it was it was cool. I had a I, I liked my potency. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, me too. I I remember early saying early on in potency like this is gonna be like the best year of formation. Best, yeah. I can already tell. Like yeah, yeah, it's just it's such a it's a free time, right? I mean, you have the prayer schedule and you have your ministry, but you also have a lot. It's it's intentionally more free to have more time to pray, to listen to the spirit, to discern. Uh, to encounter yourself in those prayerful moments, to encounter God. And I just realized, like, wow, this is a fun year. Yeah. So I'm gonna, let's enjoy this, brother. So, yeah. And yeah. I remember being like, like, man, I can't wait to wear the habit. Like, I want to <laughs> wear the habit. You know what I mean? And so it was just cool. Like, just real simple. Like, you, it starts to introduce you to simplicity, mm-hmm. you know, like just really, uh, you know, trying to be intentional about simplistic way of living, and, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and what's so what's so key about simple living is that's a help to a more prayerful life, yeah. right? If you can get rid of distractions, if you can get rid of things that you don't need, then mm-hmm. you know, with God's grace, you can turn to Him more in prayer, in listening, in the rosary, yeah. in spiritual reading, in retreats. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And then um, even in the novitiate, though, like if you tell Frankie, if you tell Father Frank that my, because I. Cause I he he would get upset because like man he's like how's your novitiate going so far because he was the last he was there the last year and his last year was my year mm. and he would ask me that question i was like man i'm having a fun time like i'm having a fun and he and he would be like fun like novitiate you're, you're not supposed to have fun you know and uh yeah. so that always gets him so when you see him tell him like yeah i heard brother vinnie had a fun year <laughs> we're gonna make this postulancy fun yeah yeah <laughs> 
But yeah. even even that even that year, yeah, it was just a lot of recognizing mm-hmm. too, like how much the help of God really like sustains you in difficulty. Because believe me, oh, in the vicious years, some you know, there's moments of like extreme difficulty. Like you don't mm-hmm. know what the heck you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes you're not even convinced of like your own being there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like the help of God through the prayer life, through the brotherhood, through like extreme prayer like you know it was way more monastic so like through all that you really start to recognize like god's own presence in your own life you know what i mean um yeah i had i had fun in my university <laughs> yeah well i realized too similar to the postulancy there's a lot of built-in freedom right less activities more simple life so that you do have that time to yeah. pray to listen to discern to encounter yourself, to encounter the brothers, you know, to come up across against those struggles yeah. so that you're in this intentional time to discern it. And, yeah, I realized, too, that, yeah, novitiate was a, a, a great blessing. And I actually probably underused my novitiate. Yeah. Like, I, I think I spent too much time waiting for it to be over and not enough time, <laughs> like, living in the moment, you know, like... I mean, it it wasn't a you know a horrible waste of time, but I remember I remember a couple of those like retreat days. I was like, ah, you know, whatever. Like, I'll just I want this to be over. Uh, yeah, read the paper, or just you crossword. Know, yeah, do taking you know four naps a day or something. Whoa, like, probably wasn't you know. Yeah, I mean, it's good. Rest is good. Yeah, but um, yeah, personally, I when it was over, I was like, oh man. I I didn't take advantage of yeah. every gift that was given me. Um yeah, I I was I think I it sort of clicked in me like almost a quarter way through cuz mm. like we start the program in July like the heart of July and you're like burning hot. Mm-hmm. California Valley, you know, Santa Barbara. Um and so we were there for three months or whatever, um, January, because my, my rough patch was October. Mm. Um, what is that? Okay. Four months? July, August, August September, September, October. Three months. Yeah. Uh, and actually, I think that was probably the first time in, like, my adult life that I actually, like, yeah, you just, like, admit to God, like, you know, I need help. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I can't do this on my own. Wow. You know, because, um, yeah, I, that that month was just very hard for me. You know, like, I was I was really close to just leaving, you know what mm. I mean? Um, but, yeah, it, it was just crazy how the shift happened, you know, the shift, like, just the brothers really being there for me, um, just staying grounded, you know, um, in in that darkness you know and that desolation but staying like you know just pushing through basically enduring you know um but i, I i'll never forget because i had a great spiritual director during my time with the nourishment father uh john love who's a he's a mm. chaplain at uh ucsb university of santa barbara st mark's and uh bro i'll never forget like we were walking on the beach one day and i was telling him all this you know struggle like man i'm just having a hard time you know just with the silence, the quiet, like just adjusting, you know, we're four months in and I'm like, what's happening? Mm. Um, but we're walking on the beach and he's just like, he tells me this phrase that like stuck with me ever since, you know, uh, basically 
advice on living in the moment, like living in living in each day, you know, like taking the grace of God, how how He, you know, just gives you grace each day and responding to that in every moment, mm. you know. Um, but the phrase was "aje quad ages," which means "do what you're doing" in Latin. Mm. Uh, so like and that really stuck with me he's like do what you're doing you know like mm-hmm. you do something like don't just be there don't just be in the moment but like you know like intentionally be there yeah. like you know with all your presence like all your like you basically just like practicing being aware of god mm-hmm. happening um all around you you know what i mean and that shifted everything mm-hmm. i was like man yeah, it just, you know, and you said it earlier, like, just sort of helped me just live in the moment mm. of mm-hmm. God's grace. You know what I mean? Wow, cool. But, yeah, it, that helped me a lot. Yeah, that's a big help, sounds God, like. That helped me tremendously, wow. bro. I was like, it changed everything. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, I have a similar experience from earlier. Uh, when I was discerning religious life, I had a spiritual director back in Kansas and uh, she gave me the scripture, uh, what's why I'm, well, your story thought of it, but it was also in today's first reading uh, from 2 Corinthians? Corinthians or 1 yeah. Corinthians, I can't remember. I think it's 1 Corinthians chapter 6, but uh, is behold, now is an acceptable time. Mm. Today is the day of salvation. Because yeah. it quotes uh, chapter uh, the prophet Isaiah chapter 49, and it's the Lord saying, like, I helped you. Uh, in an acceptable time, I helped you. On a day of salvation, I have helped you. And then Paul quotes it, like, whatever, 700 years later, like, now. Like, yeah. Jesus is here. God, yeah, great yeah. God. Because before that, it says, <laughs> uh, don't let the grace of God be in vain. You know, now uh, yeah. is an acceptable time. Today yeah, is a day of salvation. Yeah. And because uh, I, early on in, in, I had the a rather profound call to the priesthood that I was quite sure of. Yeah. But I was uh, like future tripping like, Oh, when I get to the seminary, then I'll spend lots of time in prayer. And Oh, after I'm a priest, like then I'll be holy. My spiritual director was like, she got that spiritual boot out and she's like, yeah, if you can't pray today, you ain't going to pray, you know, any year ever. Right. She's like, now today is the day of salvation. And that was like, for me, it was like, like blew my head off like wow okay i gotta pray today like i can't plan on praying tomorrow yeah right tomorrow probably won't come so my favorite phrase is don't do today what you could do tomorrow but like that you 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 shattered that for me so thank you don't do today what you could do tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) that's your favorite phrase i like that well i just like to say i don't practice that i like to say that okay so Cause I like doing things now. <laughs> right. I just like to say that. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. It's a funny phrase. Oh, okay. I you got know. you. Like a sarcastic. Yeah. Right. Do you have a favorite phrase? Um, a favorite. Oh, phrase? yeah. I know what your favorite oh, phrase is. Best, best day, day ever. ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of related to that thing. It is, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like oh, now is. is the day of yeah. salvation. Yeah. Right. Like, like don't wait day. for some other day to have a good That's day. Right. Like what today's today's your best day, not tomorrow, because mm-hmm. you don't know tomorrow. You know what I mean? I mean, yesterday was the best day, but only until today was the best day. Right. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Because right. yeah. tomorrow, I mean. Uh, no, how's it go? Yesterday, tomorrow will be today. Something like that. I forget. No. I don't know. Tomorrow, yesterday is today. Good, better, best. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, 
God's help is in the present moment, I think is what we're getting to, right? I mean, That's God right. can't help you yesterday and God can't help you tomorrow. God's going to help you now. Yeah, and yeah, basically, yeah, bro, like just, you know, just stay attentive to the present moment and God's grace actively moving within that and... Yeah, that's here and now is the, is the grace of God and the help of God, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, now is also the good time to turn to help for people, you know, to yeah. call someone or pray for someone or write a letter to someone, yeah, to be there for someone who might need your help. Yeah, that's great. It reminds me of today when I, because I went, I went to the hospital to get a, a the, my third TB test, but it was kind of cool because when I was leaving the hospital, I ran across this woman, right, and she was like, you know, do you have, she was, you know, asking me for a lighter because she wanted to smoke, and uh, I was like, well, no, I don't have, I was like, no, I don't have a lighter on me, you know, um, and she was like, uh, she she was kind of, you could tell, distressed, and I was like, everything okay, like, you all right, and she was like, well, I gotta, you know, she's telling me she, ha- she had to uh, do some surgery, and she was kind of like, you know, battling the effects of that news and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's cool that we're talking about the help of God because I told her, I was like, yeah, God's, God's going to help you out. You know, like God's going to be with you in that, you know, and in your, in your surgery and your process, you know, just, um, let that happen, you know, and, and, um, like God's, God's going to help you. And she was like, oh, thank you. You know? And so we talked for like five minutes and she was like, well, blessings to you on your day. You know, it was cool. Cool. You know, it's a cool encounter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I could have helped myself out today, but I didn't. Uh, That's the other part, yeah. You got right. to help, help yourself. <laughs> I know, right? So uh, I signed up uh, my novitiate class. Uh, we were a pretty big class. We started with 22, finished with 18. I think we're at 9 or 10 or 8 right now. Yeah. Anyways, one of my good friends is Brother Robert in Milwaukee. And he loves to ride bikes, and he loves to ride bikes. I enjoy riding bikes. Oh. Like, he's, like, passionate, and I'm, like, excited. You're right? going on a trip soon. So, right? yeah, we signed up for a ride this summer. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, affectionately named Raw. Raw. <laughs> Raw. Ride, like ride across, across Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Isn't that cute? Across. You're what? You're right. Yeah. You're so. your whack. You're whack. <laughs> Why no watch Wisconsin? I can't even <laughs> say it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So we're gonna start in La Crosse, Wisconsin, which is on the uh, bro, Mississippi River. That sounds awesome. Bro. And we're gonna ride to Green Bay, Wisconsin, oh, which is two hundred and twenty-five miles. Damn. How many? Like you have it planned out where you're staying and all that. <coughs> yeah. Like so we're uh, we're you know so you register for the ride because they're gonna have the the trail's gonna be marked. When is that? Uh, July thirtieth. Dang it. The trail's <laughs> going to be marked, and they're going to have, uh, like, every 30 miles, there's going to be, like, a pit stop. and Yeah. Um, so we have to find our own lodging, but they'll have the whole trail marked and everything. So it's, like, uh, a lot of people that Food go, right? and water. Yeah, I think it's several wow. hundred, if wow. not more. Um, so how how are you connecting that with help? Like, right. Like, so I think I'm going to need some help with that. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Lord, so. I need you. <laughs> Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Um, When I ride around Denver, I wear a backpack because I usually go, like, the maximum I go a day here is, like, you know, 30 or 40 miles. Usually, just, like, 20 miles a day. You're a biker, man. So, it's not that bad. Um, But one of these days, the last day, 
It's uh, almost 90 miles, like all downhill into Green Bay. Oh, and then nice. one day in the middle is like 75 miles, and I think that's going to be the hardest day, actually. Um, anyways, I used to ride back and forth to the seminary all the time, and yeah. I used to have this special um, uh, special pack that goes on a bicycle. They're called panniers or panniers. I think it comes from France or it's something. Like a basket type Well, thing? it's like a special rack that oh, goes right. over the back tire, and oh, then the bag yeah. like hangs over each side of the rack. Okay, okay. And you can put stuff in there. So cool. I'm thinking to use that instead of a backpack for 225 miles. Okay. So I load up my bike. I drive to my favorite bike store. I unload the bike. I get all my stuff, and I come around, and they are close oh, so i could have helped myself by checking their website before i got there <laughs> <laughs> instead of after because <laughs> they're open every other day of the week yeah, except yeah. Monday. monday yeah so you're like i'm just gonna go or whatever i'll go to the bike store that's close to where we live on morrison oh, road closed on oh, monday dang. you know what i said it's i like, was like these these bicycle stores are all like catholic parishes or a barber shop closed on monday, on monday yeah. Yeah. so closed on monday yeah learn to help yourself because uh, there was a little voice in my head like i should check and make sure it's still there because i used to go to one bicycle shop that closed and i was like oh i should check and make sure that i like nah it'll be there you're like nah i'll be good i'm just so, gonna trust in the lord right? yeah oh bro that's funny so yeah, you yeah a little ways yourself, to huh? listen to god i think that was god trying to help me but i was like i got this but yeah if, if i'd have let him help me yeah i might have saved that trip today so yeah that's that's the difficult part is like I, I think that's the piece that a lot of us forget you know like god really wants to help us mm-hmm. god really wants to help you in your life and your journey mm-hmm. and in your you know your faith and yeah bro, so often we just like ignore that help mm-hmm. and we think we can do mm-hmm. it all on our own mm-hmm. and yeah and then just, we try and then it doesn't go so well it doesn't go yeah. well you know and you it never will go yeah. well. did you ask him did you ask for help so like yeah. sometimes sometimes like that prayer is probably the most powerful prayer you could make. Lord, I need you. Help me. Help me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could narrow it down to just one word, right? Help. Help. <laughs> <laughs> I need somebody. Help. Yeah. Yeah. Not just anybody. Yeah, and if you're talking to God, I mean, like that one word could be a very profound prayer. Yeah. Mm. That's cool. Even if you're talking to a person, like it's it can even be difficult to admit that you need help, you know, to your brothers or to your loved ones yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. to your family. Why I mean, is that? Why do you think that is? I know one thing about me is I don't like to appear weak. Mm, yeah. And right I you. feel like asking for help makes me appear weak. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is I don't like to bother people. Sometimes I do, but... In general, I have to, like, work up courage to ask for help. Yeah. And then there's sort of, like, a self-shaming thing sometimes, too. Like, uh, like sometimes for computer stuff, it's like, I should know how to do this. But I don't. So then I, like, shame myself. And, like, well, I can't ask for help because I'm so stupid that I don't know how to do it. And it's this whole thing in my Leave head there that plays around. Two hours trying to figure it out. You get it reminds me of today. Like, I was, you know, walking around this hospital trying to find. And it's a huge campus. And it says, you know, where to go or whatever, but, like, I, you know, I, it, it didn't say clearly. Uh, so I'm walking around this place trying to figure out where the office is at, where do I get. And so, um, 
and I, I I didn't want to ask for help. I was like just walking around, like trying to figure out on my own, like stupid. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. finally, I mean my I was I was like already late for my appointment, so I was like, man, I'm just gonna ask, like whatever. And I was all mad, you know, like <laughs> I want to figure it out on my own. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but at that point, it was like you know, you know, ask ask the doctors or whatever. So I, and a lot of it's just that humility part. Mm-hmm. Just like you know, I I don't know it all. Mm-hmm. You know, I do need help, and sometimes that's that's all right. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, actually, so I guess on the flip side, as I had a good experience with that, actually, too. Oh, so uh, there's a f- uh, parishioners at Annunciation, and they were actually supposed to have a quinceanera this weekend, but yeah. the older brother uh, got really sick and wasn't able, I mean, they were all focused on him. Like, he was in the emergency department for a whole day, and then I think he's still in the ICU. Like, he was in a pretty bad way. Oh, yeah. So... Uh, I think it was like Friday, but I was too busy. So I called him Friday and I said, oh, I come on Saturday. So I'm going there on Saturday or maybe it was Thursday and Friday. I can't remember. I'm going there some day of the week. And then the family texts me and like, oh, don't come father because he can only have one visitor and I'm already here. Oh, <clears throat> right. So I'm like, okay, well, so I, I was only like two blocks from the hospital so i'm already in your bike in your bike no i'm in the car oh in the car yeah in the car so like in my head i know that like because i'm a priest on a sacramental call like i technically don't count as a visitor like they'll let they'll let me in right right yeah yeah. i have to just go in there and you know show them the habit throw some weight around and i was like is that really what i want to do right (laughs) now people around (laughs) is that that really what i want is that really what i want to do right now yeah and the family already thinks that i can't come because only one visitor it's like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna call the spiritual care department there you go i called them like uh Sandy answered, super helpful, gave me the number, told me who was going to be there tomorrow, told me when to call, meet me at the front door, walk me right in. And I was like, I am glad I asked for help. (laughs) Because once you get in there, like every hospital is different and they're all like a rat maze. Like, how just. Where do I go? Exactly. Yeah. And and so she takes me where she, where we think we need to go and we get to a window, we get to a room and I look in, I was like, that's not the guy I know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, well, let's check again. (laughs) So she gets out her paper and she logs into the system and anyways, found out where he was. Wow. I was like, oh yeah, this is the guy. This is the guy. Okay. Yeah. I was very, um, (laughs) she didn't anoint the wrong guy, right? Uh, no, luckily that did not happen. No, shoot. Yeah, so I don't always um, be, what am I trying to say? I'm not I'm not always stubborn enough to ask for help. Yeah. So that was a good example of that really from cool. just this last week. So. And the, the, yeah, as you're speaking, the, I think the other, like the other, I mean, the flip side of that is like thinking about how cool it is, how great it is when someone asks me for help. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, how does it make you feel? I'm a helper. Yeah, because oh yeah. Hey, can you help me with this? Like yeah, and I want to do everything. Like okay, let me just I'll help you. Um, so yeah, that's a good feeling. You know, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> it's cool if you think about maybe how God might feel. When we Ooh. ask him for help. Ooh, nice nice turn. You know what I mean? And it's like... How do you think it feels? 
he probably feels like yeah like you know like i'm i'm you know my children are asking me for help yeah. and so uh that like has a good, to, like a good dad yeah yeah you know i think every father really feels you know a deeper love for children mm-hmm. for his children when they ask for his help mm-hmm. like his advice mm-hmm. you know what i mean like permission uh, yeah 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 and so that's a cool spin on the help of god I that think. is nice well done brother you know what i mean yeah dang Dang, you got me thinking all deep. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> nice work. Yeah. Yeah, imagine. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we don't want to, like, totally anthropomorphize God. For like, sure. he's not a human. I mean, yeah. Jesus is a human, but God the Father is obviously somehow more than that. But, yeah, I would imagine, you know, Jesus gives us that imagery, right? How should we pray? Our Father who art right, in heaven. Right. So we're pretty solid in that yeah, yeah, yeah. in that analogy of God as a father. And, yeah, definitely with the love that he has for his children, you can pretty much bank that he enjoys being asked for help. Yeah. That's like, hmm. that's like yeah, pretty bank on that. Yeah. Bank, bank. on that. Take that your bank whole life. That. Right. That's enough credit to get you going for your whole life. That's cool. So, hmm. but yeah, well, that's the help of God, man. Um, yeah, and we hope this has helped you with your relationship with God, or relationship with your family, or giving you some courage to ask for help from your coworkers or from God in your prayer time. So, yeah. And it's if you'd like to help us out, it's thebrotherhut <laughs> at gmail dot <laughs> yeah. com. If you want to help the brotherhood, <laughs> we can give you a, just email us. We'll send you an address where to send the checks, and mm. it'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh man. So, um, what do you got? Let's get some shout outs. Pretty going, soon, man. we'll be helping you out with more merchandise. So stay tuned. Yeah, that's right. Hopefully, these episodes mm-hmm. have helped you out. Yeah. So, yeah, give a shout out, brother Benny. Um, yeah. So I want to give a shout out to, um, who who do I give a shout out to? I don't even know. I'll go. Honestly. Oh, I know, I know. Right. Shout out to Prasadi Sports, Ryan O'Connor. Um, yeah, just I, I was privileged to be able to help him this morning with the, the opening of the camp this summer for tennis boys. So it was great to be there with him. Um, and Joe Ignowski was there. Ryan O'Connor got to meet uh, some great kids. And uh, Coach Makita, um, Andrew. So shout out to them for uh, their ministry with Prasadi. It's fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll go with uh, Archbishop Samuel Aquila. Hey, hey, Big Cute. Sammy showing up at Annunciation Parish on Sunday, uh, blasting us away with a off the cuff homily, and it's just his presence. Oh, uh, it was so very good. good to see him and hear him. Yeah, be around him. He's got a great MC. What's that, Father Matt? Yeah, Mike, uh, Matt, Father Matt, Matt, Matt McGee. Good to see you too, Matt. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Brother Mark Shank was there. Brother Vinny Carrasco. Brother He's Charles Polifka. Brother Brandon Berg. It was yeah. good. Good <laughs> caption showing. Good turnout from the parish. Thanks for the Knights of Columbus. And another shout out. I yeah, know yeah, another yeah. family we know and love is the Francis family. Oh, really? Yeah, Gina, Gina and Mark. Francis. Yes, the Francis's oldest son just graduated from uh, high school and had his birthday party. So I was over at the Francis household. Uh, gosh, two weeks ago already. Um, oh, really? Enjoying some delicious food and some laughs and some story time. Oh, wow. And yeah, the f- um, Gina and Mark have been showing up at Annunciation. Been great to see you all there. So nice. Shout out. 
All right, man. Thanks for tuning in. We love y'all. Peace and all good. Peace and all good, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Brotherhood. We're checking out. See you next time.